family-friendly episode everybody <laughs> christmas episode oh christmas. buddy where are you christmas <laughs> oh no why can't i find you why have you gone away <laughs> that's jamal reed ladies and gentlemen jamal with the Thank vocal you. chops his prepubescent Thank vocal you. chops on that one yeah that's so funny <laughs> I mean, I do remember it, kind of, but... That was, like, Christmas 2015, oh, I think. The key is to find the crack in your voice and write it <laughs> for those for those high notes. Again, with the Grinch-related uh, topics. It's it's one of my favorites. That might be my favorite Christmas song. <laughs> what, the Grinch? No, the Where Are You? No, oh. the, uh, the Where Are You Christmas. <laughs> you're like, you're a mean one. It's just a, it's a beggar. It is. Hell we got yeah. Jordan on the mic over here. Thanks, that's me. Yep. We and got, Morgan on the mic over here. That's you. And then we got Cindy Lou Who on the mic over here. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Jamal Reed. Ooh, ooh. The Yo. search for Sprite Cranberry update. Yeah. The Coca-Cola Company has been monitoring our pod movements, everybody. What? Yes, they have been monitoring yeah. to cover their asses. They have finally stock shelves, it seems. Oh, okay. Yeah, we're limited a dish. There, it seems people are actually getting uh, access to these. This. How many people? From what I've seen, three. Oh my god! Just our listeners. Really? Yeah. Who? Megan and Ben. Yeah, that's one found person. It. But that's a that's in Alaska. That means Alaska's covered. Right. And if it's in Alaska. It's got to be. I know. Elsewhere, you know. What the hell? And then, mm-hmm. and then Jamal, go ahead. Uh, Ian walked into the room the other day, just had a bottle of Sprite cranberry Get in his hands. Get the fuck out! I was like, "What the fuck, dude?" I grab it out of his hands. It's hot. I'm like, "What the fuck is?" He's like, "Oh yeah, I made a hot water bottle of this." I'm like, "You've had this for a while. You finished an entire bottle of Sprite cranberry, knowing I'm on the hunt for Sprite cranberry, okay? And then you're just using it as a hot water bottle." I was very upset. What does that mean, using it as a hot water bottle? Like putting it on your neck, like you fill it with hot water. And... Or like, uh, you know, under your comforter yeah. for heat. Their room gets cold, so they use it for heat. Weird. So I was upset about that, and then a few days later, he walks in our room. He had bought me a, a two-liter Sprite Cranberry, wow. so I've been uh, sipping on that Tell the past week. Tell me your thoughts. I, the bar was set super low. Can you taste the cranberry? Yeah. Uh, Kind of. I guess. I don't believe it. It wasn't as spicy as you guys were sort of making it out to be. I, I feel like that's where the bar was set. So I was going in with expectations of like, this is going to be a kind of drink, you know? <laughs> and and it was, I mean, it's, it's, it's fine. It's definitely nowhere near as good as regular Sprite, I would say. But it's, it's fine. Okay. It's fine. Here's an interesting thing, though. In the commercial, LeBron James quote, I had a quote, says, would you like a Sprite Cranberry? Mm-hmm. Okay. Would you like 
a Sprite Cranberry. Mm-hmm. What I see currently is a bunch of people buying two liter bottles. Correct. Right. Where are the single serve cans? Where are the cans? Where are the 20 ounce bottles? <laughs> I think that in, in the yes. commercial, he's holding a 20 ounce bottle. Or he might have yes. a can. I don't know. I can't remember. But I haven't seen any of those. Uh, okay. okay. Yeah. To move the goalposts a little bit here. This is important because this goes to your point of they've been tracking the pod. They're trying to cover their ass. They put out the, the two liters. They're not going to spend a bunch of money on the fucking aluminum can single single serve bullshit. Package that up in cardboard. No. <laughs> so we'll just do the, the easy plastic t- two liter bottles. No problem. Right, because the cans are already like built to the, the type of soda. Whereas the two liter bottle, they're like fucking just rip the label off and reprint some labels and stick them on. Mm-hmm. On these other mm-hmm. clear bottles that we haven't tinted yet. <laughs> <laughs> I think you're on to something, and we shall see. We'll, we'll see uh, the Coca-Cola company, how they choose to react. Anyway, so, where are you, Christmas? Wow. Oh, that was a little that was a little flat on that last <laughs> night. Oh, no, that was intentional. Okay. Okay. <laughs> In okay. the spirit of the spice that you were talking about of uh, Sprite Cranberry, I was trying to add some spice to the vocals. So that's your favorite Christmas song, huh? <laughs> Probably. Probably. Okay. That's an interesting choice. What's yours? I don't know. Jingle bells? No, it's... uh, Whack. First of all, Mariah Carey. If you were going to say, what are the top five Christmas songs? Mm -hmm. Okay? Yeah, that's not what we're talking about. We're talking about... Okay. um, What is your favorite? White Christmas. I'm dreaming of a white Christmas. Impossibly low voice. Just like the ones I used to know. There you go. There's no Christmas song that I would like, hey, put that jam on. Sure. What about Melikalikimaka? I'd put that on. Yeah. Melikalikimaka. Yeah. It's wise way. To say Merry Christmas to you. But most people don't know about that. They don't. No, uh, they do, actually. They do? Yeah. <laughs> oh, okay. They they definitely do. It's a radio I haven't. Jam. I didn't hear about it until last year. Oh, yeah. It's, it's a classic. There are many versions. Hmm. Melikalikimaka. Interesting. Yeah. But what are the top five Christmas songs? Like, po- in popularity-wise? They're ch- the children's one. But G- you would say Jingle Bells is probably number one. Probably. Like, name me one that's more banging than Jingle Bells. He sees you when you're sleeping. He knows when you're awake. He knows when you've been bad or good, so... Be good for goodness sake. Yeah. Oh. You better watch out. You better not cry. You better not pout. I'm telling you why. Santa Claus is coming to town. Santa Claus is but coming is that- to town. Yeah. It's funny I didn't know the name of the song until we got there. <laughs> I, I had that's why that's the only reason why I continued. But that's no is that top five? Maybe I don't know. Uh, um, is Rudolph. Silver bells? Are you gonna really Rudolph. drop silver bells? I mean that one's awful. Yeah, no. Rudolph. Rudolph the red nosed reindeer. Yeah. Had a very shiny nose. You know what I was thinking about? So whoever wrote Jingle Bells, obviously yeah. they're crowned and they're like they get a lot of love. Okay. Or I I couldn't sure. name who they are, so they might not personally get a lot of right. love. But their song has gotten a lot of love, and sure. so they're probably intri- mm-hmm. intrinsically probably happy. Extremely old, probably. <laughs> but do you think they're a little peeved? Probably did about Jingle Bell Rock. About Jingle Bell Rock. <laughs> do you think they probably saw, the guy wrote Jingle Bell Rock, and he's like, "Really, dude? Like, you're really gonna piggyback oh, and, and try to make it cooler than <laughs> yeah. Jingle Bells? Like, I feel like that's a fucking <laughs> dick. Bell, it's a total Jingle dick boom. Jingle Bell Rock. Yeah. Because um, Jingle Bell Rock, I think, is probably. I think it's in the top five. It's probably in the top five. Yeah. Yeah. I 
saw mommy kissing Santa Claus underneath a mistletoe last night. That's like night. number 13. Last night. How about a... She didn't hear me The rapey song? Down the stairs. Down oh, the uh, it's cold outside. Baby, it's cold baby, outside. Baby, it's cold outside. Now I want to listen to Christmas I think Let Fans. It Snow is probably my favorite if I had to choose. Let It Snow. That's a good one. Yeah. The weather outside is weather. I don't know if that... That's probably like number six. I don't know if it cracks the top <laughs> five. Rudolph might top, crack the top five. I think it definitely does. You think it does? Yeah. yeah. Probably. Is Rudolph retarded? What do you mean? Like, is he a retard deer who just happens to have a really bright nose? No. I can't remember the exact story. Like, is he actually... Like, why do they hate him so much? He's a different. He has a red red nose. He's different. Oh, I thought he was retarded. He's he's just getting bullied. I thought the whole story was like, he's he's retarded. No. (laughs) But retard people can still contribute to society because they have other special things that they can do. Like fly a sleigh? Yeah, well, all the reindeers can fly a sleigh. That's not special. No, but he does it really well. He puts him in the lead. Well, he only puts him in the lead because he can light the way. He's the he's the headlight of the sleigh, <laughs> right? Uh, right. He's not the no. you know red light cuts through clouds. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. For some reason, I was thinking about. It, I was like, wait, is he retarded? And I couldn't remember if he's retarded. And then it got me thinking: What are some other songs that are about retarded people? There's got to be other songs about retarded people, right? Uh, pinball wizard. What's that? that How does that go? Retarded guy. You know, Pinball Wizard? How does it go? By, uh, I think it's The Who. That deaf, dumb, blind kid. Yeah, we just solved it. <laughs> sure plays a mean pinball. Dump, 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 down, down. Pinball. Okay, that's, that's, dump, that's dump. one. That's one. <laughs> yeah, there you go. And then you got. Jamal had that bucket <laughs> on his right hand. I know. Because <laughs> I was thinking, the one that came to, directly to my mind was Johnny Be Good. Is it about retard? He's retarded. Am I right? He what? never learned to read or like, write yeah, so like well, an, but he like, can play the guitar. Just like it ringing a bell. Go, go, go. Yeah, he's like an idiot savant. <laughs> yeah, he's like a, it's sort of a Forrest Gump thing where it's like, you don't want to go full retard, whatever. Yeah, but like, he they can't have to have read special or gifts. Write. Yeah. Yeah, he's so definitely well. yeah. dumb. Okay. Is Kissed by a Rose? Is that is that about a retard? <laughs> <laughs> They've been kissed by a rose? <laughs> I have no idea what that song is. What is that? I don't even know what that is. Seal? Oh my God, you don't know Seal? No. I know, but it's you should know it from that. But you don't you don't no recognize seal. the song? You don't know Seal? No. I recommend Kiss by I Rose. Seal. I haven't heard it in a while. The Kiss by a Rose, I just feel like it's something you t- you say about a retarded person. They've been kissed First by First of all, Rose. I have no idea what that song's about, <laughs> and I don't think anyone does. Oh. Like Well, I'm telling you. I don't think that's so it's up what for it, interpretation. But it, you're kissed by a rose a on a grave? What does that mean? Well, like, you know, you put flowers on people's graves? Yeah. So you've been kissed by a rose. On a grave. I don't even know if that's the lyric. I'm pretty sure it is. On a grave? I think so. Or a grape. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to look it up right now. Maybe it's about him almost dying in a fire. <laughs> <laughs> it's about his scars. He was kissed by a rose. Oh, you know what the first two lines are? Ba-da-da, ba-da-da-da, ba-da-da. It's about a retarded person. <laughs> it's, it's them talking. Holy shit, that's so funny. Yeah. Um, but to see me so, so much, I can my pleasure, my pain. Uh, oh, kissed by a rose on the gray. Oh. It's like his taint. I don't know what that Are you means. looking at it on genius.com? I'm they might annotate it. I'm looking at it on it? Google. Okay. 
this. If you type in Google, is kissed by a rose about, and then see what it says after, like what it, the auto. A light are. hits the gloom on the gray. Gray. It's just okay, poetic. now I'm on genius. Sorry, I can't. On the gray matter. I can't like, find it. So, like right, a retarded person. Yeah, no, someone, no, on the gray, like in their brain. Oh, his brain. Yeah, he's been touched. Right. More romantic imagery of the rose blooming in a sudden beam of light against the gray tower. The author has become fused with the idea that she is the only thing that improves his life and gives him confidence. Confused, eh? It's a banger. It's a banger. Um, hey, Julie. That's like perfor- <laughs> yeah, performed. Yeah, for sure. About, yeah, but it's performed in the first person. Like, they are retarded. <laughs> like, they're playing retarded characters. <laughs> you can just what? pick that up from context. Just from, yeah, from what they're interested in. Right. Just dumb shit. <laughs> Hey, I'm sure Ed Sheeran has one. I'm sure he does. Uh, the A Team. The A Team. <laughs> there it I is. I can't sing. I, sing that. Sing that. Sing that. And she is in the class A Team. Oh. Uh, stuck in her daydream. <laughs> Run away since 18. Her face seems melting. Down syndrome, wasting away in her. <laughs> Fuck, man. Oh my is God. that that one song? It's Mr. Brightside. <laughs> That's is that a retard? <laughs> is that a retard? <laughs> Mr. Brightside. Yeah, so. Mr. yeah, he's always seeing the positive. Holy yeah. shit. <laughs> oh my God. Wow. wow. Probably. Good topic. <laughs> this is a killer topic. Should we go back to the <laughs> artist of that track? Yeah. Oh, oh man. <laughs> this might be my new favorite topic. This is recurring. We'll have to bring it up when we come. Yeah, yeah. For when sure. I think of other ones, songs about retarded people, <laughs> <laughs> we gotta give them their due. You know. Oh my god. Wow. Okay. <laughs> yeah. How are you doing, Jamal? What do you got? I'm doing. Um. I'm doing okay. I'm doing good for the most part. I was doing really, really good. You know, got projects in the fire. I'm, I'm working on stuff. I'm f- feeling good. And then the other day, I get an email uh, that says, hey, check your unemployment account. I'm like, okay. And they're like, hey, you owe us $26,000. No. Yeah. They want all the money back that they paid me, plus some $8,000 that I don't know where that fucking figure came from. So uh, I'm currently uh, appealing that. Wow. Why are so- they asking for that? They, they don't specify. In the letter they gave me, they're like, our decision wow. is that you... They don't say what... They say what their decision is, right? They want the money back. Holy hell. It's got to be. I, I feel like they're just shooting in the dark trying yeah. to get a bunch of money back or something. Well, I was as I was looking it up, you know, seeing if other people are experiencing this, and it is, it, there's like, uh, God is real, 26,000 people wow. <laughs> are experiencing this in, in Washington, these like big overpayment balances uh that need repaid and so they're chalking it up to like oh that's like our automatic system like we didn't send that out yada 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 but you have to appeal and so until this gets sorted out or whatever among the twenty six thousand and and counting people i'm not gonna get paid until all this gets resolved you know future payments so that's fun right um, so hopefully it'll be fine. Merry Christmas. <laughs> yeah. yeah Merry Christmas. Christ. Yeah. Right before Christmas. That's pretty fucked. No money for you. And you have to give back all the money that 
we just assume you already spent, <laughs> you know, like <laughs> yeah. all the money you don't have. But I was talking to Upapa today. Oh, yeah? He was talking me through like what I should do and shit. Uh, he gave me his take on it. And then we got to chatting and we we're talking about, you know, uh, books we've been reading and movies we've been watching and shit. And uh, dad is really all about the the red pill these days. And I think that's uh, pretty cool. What's that mean? <laughs> He's like listening to audiobooks written by atheists and shit. And I'm like, this oh. is okay. This is cool. This is like what? Yeah. It makes me um, not atheistic books, but they're written by atheists. Like he was, uh, how to have tough conversations. Nice. Um, I mentioned, um, I don't know if you guys want to get into, uh, Reed Fellows R-E-A-D right off the bat here, but sure. I, uh, Reed Fellows R-E-A-D. I haven't finished, but I've been listening to on audiobook The Righteous Mind by Jonathan oh, Haidt. Oh, audiobook cop out. Uh, why good people are divided by politics and religion. I actually recommend um, you don't do the audiobook, but that's fine. You can get most of the Why? Cuz there's there's, di- images. there's figures and diagrams and stuff. Yeah, no, he mentions that and he, there's a PDF that I've been looking at. Oh, word. Okay. Cool. So, go fuck yourself. I forgot you don't drive. So, whenever you're listening to an audiobook, your hands are free and you can do things. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 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 no but i mentioned that book and he was like oh i have a copy of that i haven't read it yet so that's that's on his reading list wow read that soon yeah but no just it was it was really good catching up with 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 uh Oopapa. we didn't get to talk for too long about it we're gonna chat again soon cool nice is that the only thing you've read um no i uh finished lying right nice good for you <laughs> nice. thanks <Whew. laughs> i got through it um it is Excellent. Of course. Very good. There's no surprise there. Everyone, uh, a few podcasts ago, you were saying The Righteous Mind is required reading. I think Lying is required reading. And I also read Free Will this week, also by Sam Harris, who wrote Lying, is also just fucking excellent. It's really good. It's so good. It changed me. Same. I mean, I was already on that track, obviously. I mean, his conversations on Free Will is what changed me, but it was a nice to have the, the boiled down, here's exactly... <laughs> my points on it i remember reading it early on in my sam harris uh endeavors and i remember being like oh yeah i i can get down with this sound like it was just new ideas i was like holy fuck (laughs) yeah uh ian knew i was reading it and and so it has sparked several debates between ian and i um about the existence of free will did did you offer him to read the book (laughs) Or does he have any interest in doing so? Oh, multiple times. Because it's really... Because Sam can make jo- his own arguments better than anybody. Of course. Exactly. And I tried to make that point. He's like, he's like, why don't you just, you know... Because I hadn't finished it at this point. I was on like the last chapter or whatever. And he's like, why don't you, when you finish it, you just sum it up for me. I was like, no, no, no. Oh you my just, gosh. It's the shortest book of all time. Okay? It's like 60 pages. You read it. And you don't believe it coming... Like, when Jordan... First discovered Sam Harris. I'll never forget this. We were at um, the sushi place. First, it was Richard Dawkins that I got into. Right. He sort of led, led me down that path of understanding that God is not real. Right. And then I read The God Delusion. And then I got into watching videos of Richard Dawkins and Christopher Hitchens. Oh, okay. A lot. And then, but, and Sam Harris was in a lot of those as well. Mm-hmm. But I mean, I didn't take to him as I did these other two right. or whatever. And then it wasn't until later that I started watching other videos with Sam Harris in them. And I was like, this guy is okay. well, on top of it. When you brought yeah. it up to me when we were at Sushi and you were like, yeah, I've been listening to like a lot of this guy, Sam Harris, and he like makes a great argument about how there's no free will. And I was just like, 
okay. Like I was like, fuck off. <laughs> this guy's fucking yeah. nuts. Yeah. And yeah. then he like tries to explain it to me and he and I'm like, what? Like, what about this? What about that? Right. And, and that's when I was first learning about it. So I didn't even have a good enough yeah. grasp yeah. Uh, of the argument. Yeah. And you were like, just listen to his argument. He, he does it better than anybody. And I did. And I was converted. Yeah. Immediately by by our cult leaders. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I would I would say because it sounds like to me that Ian is probably not even familiar at all with who Sam Harris is, except for probably what you have what you've told. Him. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, he's dabbled in the meditation app a little bit. He's a, you know, he says he likes Sam and like the the way he talks and shit. You know he's he, he's not turned off to to Sam by any means, but you know we were having the discussion and stuff, and it was trying to come to a close on it. And he was like, you know, I'm just like very, you know, it's very interested in this you know topic, but like nothing you've said has really convinced me otherwise. And I was like, if you're so interested in this topic, just this is like the fourth time I've recommended this. I was like just read this fucking book. It's the shortest book you'll ever read and it makes the argument and it might persuade you. It's making it way better than I can make it. What was the biggest pushback he had on that? Well, so I would offer up the idea of like, if you just have a little bit of self-scrutiny, like pay attention to like where the free will is and what you're doing. He's like, I'm choosing to fiddle with this thing right now. I was like, okay, but pay attention to why you actually did that. Like you don't know. Like there's this, what uh, Sam says is a regress here that ends in darkness like you don't know why you do the things you do they just happen and we're extremely good at telling ourselves and giving ourselves reasons especially when asked why we're doing something after right? the fact and you just you can yeah. you can come up with all the reasons you want and but he was making the argument that like i can say that that this is why i did that and no one can prove that that's not why i did that i was like false <laughs> if you were hooked up to an fmri we could prove that you invented that story and so we got hung up on that, and then it got to the point where he was saying that his definition of free will is different than my definition of free will. And he believes that, there, yes, there are all these you know, alternate causes and influences in our lives, but choice is one of them. And I said, yes, we make choices all the time, but why we choose what we choose and, and when we choose it and, and, and where the choices come from is a mystery to you. Super interesting. And then that, you know, rolled into a whole conversation of like why he's like, I can see you're like passionate about it and like you wouldn't be sharing it with me if you didn't like really believe it and, and, and all this stuff. And like, he's like, why do you think it'd be beneficial for me? I was like, I don't think it's just beneficial for you. I think it's beneficial not only for you, it's, it'd be beneficial for the people around you. And bigger than that, it has bigger implications for our criminal justice system. So like getting people on board with this idea because at the bedrock of our criminal justice system is the idea of free will that someone could have chosen to do otherwise. Yeah, it has big implications for compassion about just understanding that yeah. they didn't choose the lives that they lived. And Right, and you can look at vengeance as a bug of the human mind and not so much a, a – it doesn't have as much utility, especially in the criminal justice system. But like, yeah, like – like Sam says, you know, if we had a cure for evil doing, mm -hmm. you would you yeah. do it. Unfortunately, jail is it's still our real only option at the current time. But to have compassion for those people, absolutely. Right. They're unlucky. And it sucks that you got caught up in their storm. You came into contact with this and that's and that and that makes you unlucky in that sense, right? Mm -hmm. In an external sense, right? Right. Whereas they're unlucky in an internal sense. 
and 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 now an external sense that they're <laughs> being you know in a cell for the rest of their life or whatever so like be grateful that you have the luck you do have and don't fucking shit on other people <laughs> and don't hold hate in your heart for the unlucky people you can have compassion it makes room for compassion and i think that in and of itself you, everyone else would be better off if they were just more compassionate you would you would be better off psychologically <laughs> if that's how you operated word up What'd you read, homie? Well, I read, uh, right in line, I read God is Not Great by Christopher Hitchens. Nice. How oh, nice. God is real. Oh, but, but God not is great. not great. <laughs> yeah. <Okay>. Great. <laughs> the book's good. I mean, it's a little bit past where I feel like I'm at as far as sure. not believing in God. It's like, I don't need to be convinced. All the arguments sure. that he's making, I already am well-versed in sure but he does give lots of there's so much examples that he gives in this book just back-to-back examples of just religion being very bad i can't remember the quote that sam harris says so i'd be sort of paraphrasing here but he he mentions that yeah if you wiped away yeah all of our knowledge in the world and started from scratch it would be very hard to think of a reason why we would have to believe that Jesus died on the cross for all of our sins <laughs> like how, yeah. how we would come up with that knowledge all over again or whatever right right, right. or Ricky, Ricky Gervais saying uh I think it was on Stephen Colbert and he's asking him like why he's an atheist or something and basically R- Ricky says if you took all of the religious books in the world and you destroyed them and you took all the scientific research and papers and books and whatever destroyed all of them Religion wouldn't come back the same way, whereas all of the facts that we've discovered, scientific facts, would. Yeah. Right. They well, would all come back. That's, I mean, you can tell that because there are so many different religions around the world. Like, yeah. They, they're they just all different. And they all plagiarize stories. from each other. Yeah. Yeah. And he goes into a, lots of examples of all those. Yeah. Um, and then I also read. The Silent Patient. Ooh, that was a non-recommend for me. That was a that was a, yeah. This Morgan, is not great. Morgan read it and said it's not worth it. I said, <laughs> let me give it a shot. I think it's better than Morgan <laughs> says it is. But however, there are lots of things about it that are annoying. I think it is. It's like intriguing, kind of at first. Personally, I saw the ending coming i think way sooner than the author intends it felt like a novice writing to me there was some noviceness feeling to it yeah it's like this is his first shot at like a mystery kind of freaky book story Mm -hmm. and he's following the steps too closely like he's he's fresh out of school or Mm -hmm. something you know what i'm saying Sure. I, I I thought it was entertaining. There's some things I didn't like about it. Basically, overall, the synopsis here is there's a psychotherapist who is intrigued by this uh, woman who allegedly killed her husband and then went to a psychiatric ward. And so he gets a... And she hasn't spoken since. Yeah. So she just hasn't said anything. Mm-hmm. Quiet. And she's been there for years now. Quiet. <laughs> and he decides to get a job at that madhouse and try and try and fix her or get, get the information to why why she killed her husband that no one's able to get or whatever so that's the setup yeah i mean it really paces you through the book as far as like he learns about one character and he goes to go talk to that one character but he only gets one little piece of information or none at all yeah. and then he's like that's enough information and like it cuts it off all on. the chapters are super short which, so short which i kind of like because it 
keeps the pace going, but at the same time, it's kind of unrealistic when he decides to stop talking to people. It's yeah. like, why, why? Mm. Or it's like when they move to a different yeah. room, it's like the start of a new chapter. It's like, I know I they're read really it in thrown in new chapters. Cause it was like, it was like, <laughs> there, there are no words in this book. <laughs> it's like fresh, fresh. It's a pages. silent, it's a silent <laughs> book. I've just felt like, yeah, try again in 15 years, get some chops on you and mm-hmm. try again. But I could see how it's mildly Fif- you say 15 years. Yeah, that's a good amount of experience. <laughs> <laughs> don't, but just in the meantime, don't do anything. No, uh, no, I don't. Write a mean bunch that. of drafts. Exactly. Show like, them to work, your friends and family. Work, Colleagues. under somebody or like i don't know it just felt too be an intern it felt like it was very junior so you liked it that's your you would recommend no not really they'll probably make a movie you probably watch that instead mm-hmm. yeah i mean it just felt um i didn't feel anything new in it i didn't i didn't see the twist coming uh you didn't see the twist when he's like clearly his wife is cheating on him and stuff and like I didn't realize the time lapse that oh, was going on. Okay. Yeah. Word. I bought it. I mean, I was reading it thinking that was ha- currently happening. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Got it. But yeah, if you if you put that together, then you would have put it together. Yeah, <laughs> for sure. <laughs> um, I have a I have a new topic I uh, suggestion. Oh my gosh! Yay! <laughs> what is it? Anybody still use that? <laughs> this is what I heard. Ignis gemuse that. It's. Anybody still use that? I heard the same exact thing, homie. <laughs> well, you're over the phone, but anybody for our listeners, still, I know. Anybody still use that? Anybody still use that? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. It's a question. All right. All right. Um, so th- for this uh, topic, I uh, think of something that. I knew in the past was used. Sure. But does anybody still use that? Like payphones. Right, except I know that nobody right, does. Right. But I'm giving it I'm giving a loose a, a boring. Right. Something that I haven't come across and I'm wondering if it's still in existence. Right. And I thought I of like this, this topic sure. a lot. I thought of this because I was uh, at the dentist a few weeks back and I was looking out the window and I saw a bank <laughs> and there was a drive thru at the bank and I was thinking, does anybody still use those bank tubes? <laughs> that suck, they suck do, up. They do in the drive-through at banks. Yeah. How else would you do it? Let me let me ask you this. Uh-huh. Have you no. seen that happen recently? No. You just saying the question. How else will they do it without knowing that there probably is technology now that they did it? Like ATMs give you money. Like how come they couldn't have? Right, but you need to send stuff to them. So you need to put your check that you wanted to. Deposit. People are old. There are still old people who go to the bank. They have a check. They don't want to deposit it via the deposit app. And so they need to put it in the tube with their ID and sucks it up. <laughs> but do they still do that? I think Because there's, so. uh, there's alternatives. So I just feel What's like. What's the alternative? You walk in the bank. You walk. You of do, course. You, could do, you can deposit checks at an ATM. You can do. Can you? Yes. You can do it on your phone, obviously. I mean. Right. But some people. The infrastructure of the tube system. Yeah. And it's I think it's prone to to failure. Why? I don't know. There's fucking tubes involved. It's very mechanical, you know. It is. It's interesting. I remember the first time I saw it I was like, are we in the fucking future? Like <laughs> what the shit? And uh So they got the idea of Futurama for the humans. Yeah, they like never yeah. uh, and nothing else uses that other than banks, which is weird. No, I feel like I've seen it in pharmacies. In, in the movie no. Elf, 
They have those in the mail room. Yeah, mail room. That's oh, yeah. And then they give you lollipops back. Yeah, but here's my question. Well, this is the reason why I asked, because the bank that I was looking at outside of the dentist window mm-hmm. with the car going through the drive-thru didn't have Were they tubes. the first car up mm-hmm. against the drive-thru? Because the only reason you need the tube is if you're in the other lanes. Oh, I know. Yeah. They drove up to a, a like a box, like a, like you're talking to a machine. Hmm. Yeah. Interesting. So I was thinking, like, are all the tubes replaced with now just machines that you can interact with? Potentially. Like, instead of sending your fucking thing through a tube, it's just like, put your check in this slot. Yeah. I don't know. I, I have not seen it in, in use. You're correct for a long time because I have not done it personally hmm. for a long time. All right. Well, anybody, if if you know about it or anything, email us. <laughs> Refills at gmail.com. If you know any songs about retarded people, email us. Please. Refills at gmail.com. Uh, speaking of emails, do we have an email, Morgan? We sure do. Deep Meat 3, A Ripple in Time. This is Ooh. the title. Okay. Uh, what is the toughest animal you think you could still beat up? Jerry Cherry. What are these fucking what are these fucking subject headings? <laughs> I am not. Because <laughs> <laughs> you were favorite. trying to tell fucking you were trying red to connect it last with us. time. I just realized. And you're like yeah. apocalypse like he that changes my us. answer. Yeah, no, he's subverting your expectation with the subject line. <laughs> yes. That's um, fucking brilliant. <laughs> a ripple in time. <laughs> Yo, what's the strongest animal you think you could beat up? Um, I'm going to go with like, I think potentially I could beat up a raccoon. We get any bigger than that, I, I think I'm done. A raccoon. <laughs> you don't... A raccoon. I'm trying to think of like just a scale of size animals. Okay, so mountain lion, no. No. <laughs> Definitely not. So go down from there. Fox? Yeah, I could, re- I could fuck up a fox. You think? Yeah. yeah. And a coyote. No, you could not fuck up a coyote. Yeah, I, of co- yes, I can. You can- I actually don't know how big they are. They're tiny. <laughs> what about, uh, what are the ones in The Lion King? Hyenas. Those are hyenas. hyenas. I probably don't know. Those are wild as fuck. I mean, coyotes are wild, but a hyena is like. You're going to get rabies hard. Hyenas, I feel like, take down bigger animals. Coyotes do not. Coyotes go and fuck up rats and chickens. Oh, okay. Can you read the, the email again? Of course. I'm just curious how he, phrased, how he phrased it. What is the toughest animal you think you could still beat up? Raccoons okay. are pretty tough, okay. so that's a good one. <laughs> I could fuck up a coyote. I couldn't fuck up a wolf. Like, once you get to wolf, now, now you're <laughs> fucked, you know? Yeah. Coyote. Oh, yeah. Coyote. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, yip, ooh, yip. What about you, Jamal? Uh, maybe like a gerbil. Oh, oh, that's that's just cruelty. I feel. Yeah, that's kind of mean. Yeah, I mean, if it's coming at me, bruh, <laughs> I'm putting it down. Yeah, you can walk away. No, I can't. All right. What if I'm in like a fucking four by four room with no doors or windows with a fucking angry gerbil? I'm stomping it. I'm gonna stomp it. Yeah, you put a lot of parameters in that email that weren't there though to get there. I'm talking about in the octagon, you know? In the octagon. I get put, but see, that scenario is put me in the octagon with the gerbil. If I walk away from that fight, I'm going to look like a bitch. I'm stomping the gerbil. All right. I'm saying you're going to come out looking like the bad guy. <laughs> this is going to be the most controversial thing you've said on this pod. What, I, what do I let it do? Scratch up my shins and take the, take the, take the loss? Scratch your shins? Yeah. How slow are you? 
You can get away from a gerbil? <laughs> I'm just spending the whole time running away from a gerbil. Is there a time limit? Running? Like you're going to get winded. Well, if it's forever, yeah. You think that you will get winded before the gerbil will get winded? I think if I'm in there forever, it's going to be a back and forth. Okay. You are, I mean. If he has intent to kill. Okay. All right. Nice. But you're losing to a raccoon. <laughs> no, 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 no. I would uh, fuck up a raccoon. Okay. Well, then the ger- that's what I'm saying. You're wasting our time with this gerbil. Right? I know. I was fucking, I was just joking. No shit. I would fuck up. <laughs> I'm trying to see if there's something above a raccoon. It's hard to find uh, those mid-range animals. Yeah. I'm just like trying to think of an animal at all. And like dogs yeah. even. It's like, no, you no. know. I could fuck up most dogs. A pit bull would be a problem. I could fuck up like a, I don't really know many dog breeds. It would have to be like under 50 pounds, I feel. I would fuck up a dog. Not a, not, I would fuck up a, a medium-sized dog. I'd fuck it up. I don't think so. Out of pure, pure, pure jewel. <laughs> I think a German Shepherd would probably fuck me up. Of course it would. What are you talking yeah. about? You think? Yeah. It would definitely. Those fuck things you are up. like built to fuck people up. I know it would fuck me up, but would I lose to it? Is the question. Yes, that those are the police mm. dogs. Would I come out dead on the other side? Those are the dogs that they train to fucking go after. It goes for the throat. Yeah. Yeah, because they're intelligent. They do other things other than just fuck people up. Well, I know In fact, that. I don't think policemen sick German Shepherds on people. <laughs> I don't think that's a thing. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> they sick them on black people, probably, <laughs> but that's about it. Yeah, Rottweiler, Pitbull, German Shepherd, these are all dogs that will kill you. Yeah, I agree. And yes, it's possible that they'll kill, but if I'm like training to fight a German Shepherd, then I'm going to learn some technique <laughs> to come out on the other. I'm saying there's other animals that are going to be like, it doesn't matter how much training that you have. You rolling with friendly german shepherds to to begin with to i get don't know there, i just feel think? like there's probably some experts out there that can give you some tips and pointers and then i can yeah practice doing those yeah dogs yeah. have really strong like jaws and stuff they, I know. they'll bite your face but as it stands right now could you could you fuck one up i think is the question i think so too not extra training sure yeah, but that's what I'm saying. Like, I think that it's going to be a brutal battle. There's going to be lots of bloodshed. Brutal battle. But I think I could survive yeah. an attack from a German Shepherd by fucking the German Shepherd up. You come out on top. Yeah. Okay. I couldn't. I think if my life was on the line. Not, not a chance. I would, I would be dead. You would be dead for sure. <laughs> <laughs> you would be dead. Anything that's sort of raccoon-sized, I feel fairly confident. Like a possum, maybe. Oh, yeah, a possum. Yeah, no fucking. Could you beat up a porcupine? Good fuck no. question. Yeah, I could fuck a porcupine up. No, you, you could just have dude. to slice. His yes, like you guys are thinking that be getting hurt by the animal means you lose. You, of course, it's gonna poke you, yeah. but you will fucking kill it Jordan if you're if you get past the bane. Up. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, that's yeah, true. Yeah. No, I agree. <laughs> yeah, I agree with you. You're right. I'd fuck up a porcupine. I could. You could be killed by these quails. Come on. <laughs> I mean, to the to the to the jugular though, bro. In full attack mode, I'd survive it. No, bro, you bleed out. Yeah, I'm saying that would be a very lucky porcupine if he hit me with that. Best case is a tie. I man, <laughs> believe in yourself. This has been a ripple in time. Uh, we got to talk about a movie that we watched. We sure do. Okay. Well, I watched, which gets into the podcast oh. pick as well. <laughs> but I'm not sure if you watched this. I recommended that you watch it, Jamal. Did you watch it? I did not. Fuck. All right. Well, this isn't going to be as fun to talk about then, but we'll still talk about it. Yeah. But I tried, I rewatched it, started rewatching it this morning and got 15 minutes in and was like, yo. So I watched <laughs> the real life version of Mulan. Mm-hmm. 
and I hated this movie. Dude. Yeah. So so I slept, I mean, the entire time. I was trying so hard to stay awake. I slept that day like 20 of the Podcast pick. I took a picture of Morgan sleeping next to me while I was watching it's Mulan. It's pretty hilarious. You know what's <laughs> interesting about that picture, and I don't, I don't mean to be vulgar. It's just actually interesting, is... Like, where are my tits in this in this picture? He's just laying down. <laughs> they're like, down. they're literally n- unfindable. I can't, I can't even like guess where they're at. It's so weird. It's Everyone go searching for Morgan's tits. Uh, so go look at my titless sleeping pic. It's pretty dope. That's why I thought it'd be okay to share because it's like it's not. It's there's no titless in Seattle. It's very chaste. <laughs> um. Yeah, so I could not stay awake for the life of me. Um, Nothing I, new there. It was a rough day of sleeping. I slept all fucking day. Anyway, I, knowing I had slept and knowing this was going to be a topic, tried to rewatch it this morning and was like, I mean, 15 minutes in, I, I go, this is fucking terrible. Like, there hasn't been one scene that's been remotely interesting. Should I continue watching this or watch the cartoon? And ultimately, he told me to watch the cartoon. Well, the reason why I told you to watch the cartoon is because you told me that you hadn't remembered anything yeah, about I didn't, the cartoon. I didn't. And I was like, oh, well, now we're in a little bit of a pickle here. Because right. mm-hmm. if you don't know the cartoon, then you're not going to hate the real life version as much, I feel. Okay. I mean, you might. Right. But you won't. There's going to be things about it that you would just be like, well, why? Yeah. Why? What the fuck? And if you, ha- of course, if you haven't seen the cartoon, then I mean, you, I had seen it. It's just, it wasn't my fave, one of my faves as a kid. So I don't. I didn't have it's, to like it's re- good. repeat watches. I enjoyed it. Right, but that's what I'm saying. Like, if you were to have watched the real life version first, yeah, it would ruin the cartoon then. Right, for right, you. right. So I watched the cartoon instead. So who yeah. is that girl I see staring straight back at me? Why does my reflection show? Who I am inside. All three of us had different lyrics there for a second. But But, so Morgan has the most up-to-date knowledge on the cartoon. I do. Because there's there's some things about the cartoon that I can't quite remember, but I will go through this real-life movie and tell everybody... How fucking bad it is. is Hell yeah. Oof, I feel for you having watched the whole thing. Let's just start with the obvious. <laughs> it's unreal how terrible the acting is. Yes. I mean, mm. it's just like <laughs> shit. It's so bad. And I don't know if it's because they're trying to make it seem cartoony, cartoony cheesy. Mm-hmm. So that way the war aspects of the movie won't be as heavy for yeah. kids watching this. Mm. Right. Everything about the acting is just so <laughs> cringeworthy that off the bat, it's ar- it's already hard to get invested in these characters. But the thing about Mulan, and when you first get introduced to this character, I can't remember in the cartoon, is the first scenes, do you see her as a child? No. Yeah. She starts off as the age yeah. she is throughout the whole movie. Yeah. In, the real, in this movie, there's a version of her as a child, and she is totally badass yeah she's like the mm-hmm. ninja king. that's what i heard she's supernatural in her ability to do flips and and swing on she's on, got on the roofs chi. of buildings yeah and catch things and she's a magician she's a, a crazy acrobat yeah and that's just not the case in mulan i know and that's what i was yeah. trying to tell jordan is i was like well the reason the cartoon is 
so great is like she is a normal girl. She's just like a normal girl and she makes this huge sacrifice. She just try- doesn't like all the frilly girly things that other that the yeah. other girls like, but she's like she fumbles around and stuff. She's, she's not clumsy. good at it. She doesn't like that shit. Yeah. Or she's not graceful or whatever. Right. Yeah. She she likes her farm and whatever and her horses and shit and she feeds chickens and that's what she likes to do. But yeah. but she's like a normal girl who makes this big sacrifice and tries really hard and learns and like and is clever and gets better. And like is a badass, right? It's like a, she becomes a badass. Right. She's not just a supernatural fucking right superhero. No, it's her ability is is how brave she is. Right. Is the whole thing. It's her bravery that stands out. Yeah, and it, it makes her more brave because she doesn't have those abilities, and she still goes exactly and does honorable things exactly. Mm-hmm. So they strip all that out of the real life movie. <laughs> yeah, she's a fucking. Can I can I can I make a guess here? Yeah, as to the the writer's motivation. So. First of all, Lucas, good buddy Lucas of the, of the podcast, you know, he's he's going to school and um, he has taken some film classes, one of which is a screenwriting class. And he had two guest speakers um, and they were the writers of this Mulan movie. Oh, my one. God. Holy shit. Yeah. We need to get Lucas on the pod. Two white ladies, which who gives a fuck, but, but someone in the class asked them, like, how do you feel or reconcile the fact that as as white people you wrote all these you know an asian movie and their response was something to the effect of like well being women you know we feel you know like we've been like we are a minority and we you were not a minority, minority understand the wrong word yeah yeah, yeah. you can say oppressed anyways, or whatever you believe, i mean we're taking minority. jamal's word that they said that i doubt they said that yeah it's just not true i but. think they said oppressed but yeah Right, but anyway, so, but my guess is that I mean, this is the same case with like Ray, the character Ray in the new fucking Star Wars oh, movies yeah. and shit, where she's just a badass from the get go. Is I feel like the narrative now is even though you are strong and capable, men still won't give you the job. That is the message. Yeah, yeah. It's like now, not only do you have to like overcome the the male patriarchy <laughs> to get the job you also have to be you have to get good at stuff you don't just you be, have to be you, 10 times better than the men already yeah you're not yeah it's so weird <laughs> you're fucked yeah i didn't i don't I, I don't know i think that's the charm of the movie so like yeah i'm curious to hear more yeah it starts off with her being a kid being a badass and everybody still hates her in the village she's a, she's a girl and she's not supposed to do those she's things. not be, supposed to be doing flips and stuff yeah it's not allowed right of course, so that part's sort of the same, I guess. And then they jump to, you see the the Huns fighting, except they have with them. So in the movie, the cartoon, the main villain has, a, has like a falcon. Correct, a hawk. A hawk. Yep. The hawk in the real life is actually... A woman. A woman. <laughs> okay. It's a shape-shifting witch woman who can turn into a hawk and back again. And also like bats and shit. She can do lots of yeah. weird witchy things. There's... It's there's lots of like okay. supernatural, and of course she is the most badass villain. Like she is way stronger than the Hun guy. Oh, yeah. They just had to make also the wo- the villain a woman as well. <laughs> just a character that did, doesn't exist. The yeah. apex predator, and she sucks. <laughs> she's a, and she's like you know murdering people. She's a bad person, mm-hmm. but she still like bends the knee a little bit to the Hun guy, who's like I'm um, whatever. And the Hun guy 
oh my God, this guy. The first time you see him, he has this weird grin on his face <laughs> as he's riding his horse mm-hmm. to about to ransack this village. Yeah. The only way I can describe this face is, you know, like most villains have like that conniving evil grin when they're like, yeah, they're happy and they're about to murder. <laughs> this face that this guy has is like a genuinely happy, like, fulfilled smile it just doesn't fit <laughs> and of course i don't know so jet lee <laughs> plays the emperor in in the real life version okay okay and this is why i wish you had seen it because i'm pretty sure they dubbed jet lee oh no it's jet lee's face you know him acting but it's a different voice because jet lee has like a hey, 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 uh-huh. sort of a wimpy voice i think Okay. And this is like a very deep, gravelly voice. And it's like, to me, it's very obviously <laughs> someone dubbing over Chet Lee. What the hell? But speaking of dubs, I mean, this is not even the worst thing about the way that they sound. You know, I remember saying like in The Lion King, the real life of it ruins the speaking of the animals. Yeah. Because like their mouths are moving like they're speaking English and shit. Right. So it's kind of weird yeah. for real life, but it works in the cartoon. Mm-hmm. The same in Mulan. Yeah where the real life really makes them speaking English very weird. Like, they're, they, mm. why are they? Oh, They yeah, shouldn't be speaking English. For sure. <laughs> it's like, yeah, yeah right. It's sure. so weird. It's more cartoony <laughs> in the real life version. Yeah. And that's just holds throughout the whole movie is this feels way more cartoony than the cartoon does. Yeah. With Eddie Murphy being a voice in the, in the cartoon. Yeah. <laughs> One of the highlights. I mean, he's great. And guess what they have in, in the real life? Guess what the equivalent is? What? A woman? So there is a phoenix that is her guardian. Okay. Except it only just appears and then sort of flies around in like three scenes. Okay. It doesn't have any lines. Uh-huh. But they replaced all of Mushu with this just this phoenix that does absolutely nothing. Uh-huh. And if you were unfamiliar with a cartoon of Mulan, you'd be like, what? What, what I don't, is the phoenix? It would be confusing. Yeah. Okay. The first time you see it is like, she's like, oh, I'm lost a little <laughs> bit, like trying to find my way. And then the phoenix shows up and flies in a direction. And it's like, oh, like the phoenix guiding her. And there's no humor. There's. Yeah, I was just going to say, <laughs> you oh. know, that's the comedic uh, component, the, the humor piece of the whole movie is Mushu. Yep. <laughs> and he's he's dope. And then, oh, I can't, so in the cartoon, I can't remember, does the woman who checks to make sure they have honor, you know? The, the one, matchmaker? Yeah. Yeah, the one that she's like performing for or yeah, has yeah, to do yeah, anything yeah. for. Is she uh-huh. a little bit masculine yes. in the cartoon? Yeah. Yeah, I felt that was a perfect opportunity for them in the real life version to have sort of a transgender person play <laughs> that role. Yeah. But they did not. It's just an old lady, Aww. old Asian woman who's just a bitch. Yeah. Just not as woke as we fucking thought, white ladies. I was like, why didn't they put a fucking thing? In? And also in the cartoon, they call her Fah Mulan. And in the I, movie, they I call know. her Wah Mulan. Mulan. I know. I I it hmm. was I noticed that immediately when I started watching the cartoon because they very clearly have an F sound. I wonder if they mispronounced it in the cartoon. Like that's how it looks like it's spelled, but it's not how it's pronounced. And yeah. so in the movie, like we're gonna correct this and it's gonna be better. <sighs> like this is how the Chinese would actually say it. Yeah. And then they're gonna speak English the rest of the time. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hate the Phoenix. <laughs> Uh, not necessary at all. If you're gonna, if you're not gonna have Mushu, just don't have anything because it was not necessary. Right. If she's gonna be a badass all on her own, 
don't pretend like she needed this weird phoenix guidance <laughs> that she didn't right yeah. so i guess my question is like all she she ends up whatever joining the army sacrificing or whatever but but she wants to do that right like she wants to be a fighter no yeah that's sort of it it's like it has nothing to do with sort of protecting her it's like she would have joined the army if, had they not even asked right <laughs> yeah <laughs> that's, that's uh it's her shit right so she just gets in there and like shows how fucking tight she is right i mean that's not that's not what happens she oh. joins she joins the army to protect her dad in the in the real life version too okay but she gets there because in the cartoon she her and the commander end up having a little thing right oh they they at the end it's implied that there will be Wed. wed i think they actually do get married in mulan yeah. 2 mulan 2 it says uh, yeah. in the in the description it says her fiance yeah as they're preparing for a wedding anyways very problematic relationship apparently because this it does not happen in the in the real life version what? the commander Ooh. is just a commander and she What's has she has a fling interest? with another uh soldier oh, okay and all the soldiers, you know, they're kind of funny and they're weird. Oh yeah, they're characters. all characters. They're like, all characters. They're fucking yeah. one note bullshit in in the oh, real life no. version. They're not mm. fun. They're all very gay. Mm. Like they, you can all tell. Like they're 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 these are gay people <laughs> that we're looking at. And especially nice. the guy who ends up liking her because he he was like making eyes at her before he knew she was a woman. Right. Like, yeah. Well, the people make that joke about the commander in the cartoon. He doesn't do that though. He's impressed by him, but he's not making sex eyes. Yeah, he's not sexually attracted to her until she her tits come out. Right. Uh. I mean, the gayest dude out of all of them <laughs> does this. God, I wish you guys would watch it. It's the most ridiculous behind-the-back arrow trick uh -huh. during a war scene I've ever seen. <laughs> like, it's the most impractical like he like does this weird slide move, then the the boner ends up behind his back, and he ends up like shooting an arrow in a weird contorted way. It's the stupidest thing I've ever seen. <laughs> <laughs> and oh, and Mulan herself, since she was a child, mm. her signature move is like this ability to like fling a spear up into the air and then kick the back of the spear and launch the spear forward oh, with a kick. Nice. It's her signature mm -hmm. move in, in the movie. She does it multiple times. Every time she did it, I wanted to turn the movie off. Yeah. I hate it. Mm. It's so dumb. <laughs> her signature spear kick. God damn, it sucks. Oh, yeah, of course. By the end, the fucking Falcon Witch, they had to make her sympathetic. Oh, right. Because she's, she's a woman. Yeah. So when she dies, it, it, it's mm. almost like they had to force this kinship between her and Mulan. Like, they're both women on, on the outside. Sure. And she's like, we're the same, you and I. But you're on the dark side. Whereas, like, she's like, we can, like, join forces or whatever. And it's like this whole thing when she finally does die that it's supposed to, like, Mulan's supposed to be sad that she that she's dead. It's like, this is a murdering enemy. She's yeah. a bad person. Yeah. It's so, but there's none of that sympathy for the fucking dude, of course. Of course not. Why? Why? He's bad guy. Yeah. <laughs> but the bad witch, she's doing the same shit as him. No, she's sympathetic mm -hmm. because she's got a fucking puss. Right. Well, yeah, you got puss and tits, so that's, that's something. <laughs> and they go through throughout throughout the whole movie. They always are chanting the three virtues. They're like loyal, brave, true. Loyal, brave, 
true. And she realizes when she's saying it that she's loyal, she's brave, but she's not being true. Oh. And that's why she's oh, like, no. I have to let everyone know I got when a badge. When will my reflection show? And so at the end... Who I am inside. They bestow upon her a sword. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, the sword that she brings is her father's, and it has the, the symbols on them. Loyal, brave, true. Okay. On the sword itself. Yeah. But she loses it in battle, and then at the end, they gift her a sword for saving China. Mm-hmm. And on it, it says, loyal, brave, true. And on the back, there's another symbol. And they're like, read it out loud. Oh, God. And I was hoping okay. so. It was, this would have redeemed the whole movie for me. <laughs> if she was just like, vag. <laughs> like, that's the fourth virtue. And then. What the, was it? Loyalty to family or something. Oh, yeah, my gay. That's the same thing. Yeah, sort of loyal. Like rehashing the old one. <laughs> yeah. The commitment to family. Something about family. Okay. Oh, man. All in all, pretty great Disney war movie. Um, <laughs> oh, Morgan did have a good contribution, though. Oh. You know, because she fell asleep during the whole thing, except she woke up during the credits, and she pointed out that there was a person named Doof Doof. <laughs> I did. I woke up. During- she woke up just completely asleep. She woke up and she goes, doof, doof. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty funny. So that was worth it. <laughs> I was trying so hard to stay awake that I was like feeding myself gummy worms, but I'm literally like sleeping and eating. Like I thought like if I was eating, I would maybe. Mm-hmm. That she was eating gummy worms in her sleep. Yeah. yeah. But no, I, I could not keep my eyes open. It was brutal. <laughs> Anyway, so this, speaking of like Disney movies, I got to thinking, especially when Morgan was like, oh, I've never seen Mulan. I didn't say that. I said I don't remember it because it wasn't like a favorite that I repeated a lot, so I don't remember. Right, but it's sort of the same thing. Sure. If it doesn't exist in your brain, where does it exist? I just wanted to pose the question, are there any Disney movies that you don't know the plot of? Probably. Because it's like, it's almost assumed. What's Disney is so ingrained in our culture that you would just know all these stories first of all disney is way more like expansive than i I, than you think you're thinking of like the princess series of disney i feel like no i'm I'm talking about like the main stories not just princess you can go into aladdin lion king there's no princess in lion king there's a princess in aladdin though yeah but not lion king Okay. I mean, I guess fucking well, Sarabi. No, she and she's not the star. What's the one, like the new ones, I don't know, like the one where they're in the South. It's a black I'm not girl. talking about the new one. That's the that's the Princess and the Frog, but like, okay, sure, like you, but if you were to tell me, I don't know the, know the plot of that, it's not like, whoa, like that's funny. Right. I'm talking about ones that were around since you were a child. Okay. Right, like Sleeping Beauty. Got it. Don't go through all the ones that you got. I mean, okay. The question is, are there any ones that you do not know the plot of? I've never seen Sleeping Beauty. I think I know the plot, though. And correct me if I'm wrong. There's a, there's a lady, and she's uh, locked away in a castle. And she's asleep, and a guy got to come. Guy, guy's got to come. Guy's got to come all over to wake her up. Basically. Sleeping Beauty is a good, funny one because, you know, I think I got Cinderella. I got Snow White down. But honestly, I mean, yeah. it wasn't until high school that I was aware that there was a Sleeping Beauty. I thought it was really? Snow White. I thought it was the same shit. Oh, my God. Sleeping yeah, Beauty same. was my favorite. Same, um, dude. I thought Snow White was princess. the Sleeping Beauty. What? Right. That's so bananas. Is that bananas? I don't think it's bananas. It's no. the same concept, but this is like much more like the witch and has like her, her finger. It's like true love's kiss that wakes her up. 
And she lives with the three fairies at first, you know, in like the in the garden or whatever. Bibbidi bobbidi Well, like I said, yeah. I became aware of it in high school. Oh, okay. Um, I didn't know. Aurora, that. right? Yes. Is her name? That's Aurora. She was one of my favorites. But I'm not. Yeah, I don't know if I I I couldn't parse out the story of it. Yeah. Like I mean, how it's different than Cinderella and Snow White. Wait a minute, Bibbidi bobbidi boo. That's uh, is Cinderella. Cinderella. Correct. Yeah. See, I just now put that together. The three fairies, come on. It's the same shit as Cinderella. Yeah, it does have a lot of the same elements. Isn't it just like a, an amalgam plagiarized? It is kind of, I, now that you... But did it come before? Like, is Snow White and is Cinderella branches off of Sleeping Beauty? No, Snow White's the first. Yeah. Snow White's the OG. Oh, okay. I think it's the first fucking she is. animated movie. I think movie. it is, Snow White. yeah. Like, color It was animated. a big fucking deal. Mm. Whatever it was. Fuck Sleeping Beauty. Fuck her in her sleep. Anyways, for me, the one that I would give as my answer is Dumbo. <laughs> oh, I used to love Dumbo, but yeah, I don't know if I could tell you the plot. I mean, if I could guess at the plot, it's a fucking baby elephant first in the circus who has big ears who can fly with uh-huh. his big ears, and then probably some abuses in the circus happen and has to escape the circus. Probably. Something like that. <laughs> I don't remember. That's a good I didn't. I know he gets like drunk at one point. That's about it. About all I remember. Yeah, fuck Dumbo, man. Mm. I have no idea. And if I'm fuck being Dumbo. if I'm being entirely honest, I don't really know the plot of Peter Pan. Really? That's you don't really. I'm a bit foggy on Peter Pan. Take your take your best stab at it. Okay, so there's like there's some like siblings that live in in a place. Correct. And for I don't know yep. why. Peter Pan comes flying into their window and is like, hey, come with me. I'll take you to Neverland, Neverland or whatever. Uh-huh. And then they go there. And then I'm assuming, like this is where it all gets foggy, that one of them gets kidnapped by Captain Hook and they have to save her. No. Is that not what happens? No. Captain Hook somehow interrupts the fun. <laughs> yeah. And <laughs> they have to <laughs> yeah. do battle. Yes. And then get back to. But there's the Lost Boys and Tinkerbell, uh-huh. you know, the whole crew. And there's the the clock in the side of the alligator, the crocodile. Yeah, TikTok. Coming for, tick for, coming for hook. Yeah, they're all trying to help do battle. Yeah. With Captain Shmee. Is his name Shmee? Yeah. That's the same. That's fucking Anakin Skywalker's mom's name. That's cool. Really? Shmee. Shmee. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that seems weird. Lenny. Oh, and then there's a bunch of like uh, racist Indian. Yep scenes which are funny and uh mermaids yeah okay all right any other ones hmm i don't know man i feel like i know most of them yeah i'd have to like look at a list and really think about it I think. yeah you guys know the plot of pinocchio uh yeah. no he it lives with like a crafter oh shit man once i get a started crafter. he's like a carpenter yeah geppetto geppetto yeah. geppetto G- G- thank you and somehow he gets like a visit from like a fairy or something, right? Isn't it from Jiminy Cricket? Jiminy Cricket. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he gets on the train to Toyland? To what? What is it called? I don't know. He gets on Boyland. a train. Uh, no, I don't know the plot of this movie. He wants it, to become a real boy. He wants to become a real boy. But his, his nose, nose grows, grows when, when he lies. Yeah. But what is the arc here? I know there's like a whale involved. He does get stuck in the belly of the whale. Jonah and the whale shit. It's a big fish, but whatever. But does he become a real boy? No. He He, does. He just accepts himself? 
He does at one point. I don't know if it ends with him being a real boy. <laughs> yeah, this mm. is another one. A little interesting. I don't even know if I've seen Pinocchio. Wow. Like I know I've seen pieces of it, but I don't think I've seen the whole thing. Come to think of it, we should watch all these. I mean, I'm pretty well versed in the Robin Hood. Oh, I mean, Disney version. That's one that I didn't watch very often, but like I feel like I know the plot just due to life. I watched that one a lot. Yeah. Mar- Maiden Mary or whatever. I don't remember her name. Maiden Mary, something like that. Something like that. <laughs> yeah. I think fuck, I right. fuck a fox up. Little John. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> when do you think they're going to have the, the first uh, male-born Disney princess? Oh, my God. Do you think mm. on the next one? I think soon. Holy shit, I haven't thought about Very that. Very soon. I would not be surprised if they're not working on it right now. Yeah. Damn, that's yeah. a good point. Do you guys see that? I saw this ad for a, a MasterCard where uh, it's like this Asian guy. He's in a supermarket, and there's like a narrator, real narrator, like talking about like you don't want to be scared when you're pulling out your card, right? <laughs> you don't want to be scared when you pull out your card. I get that. And, <laughs> and uh, anyways, he gets up to the cashier. He grabs a... I think he grabs a fucking can of shaving cream, is what it looks like. And he's like nervously handing his card over to the cashier. Anyways, the whole ad is for now. Uh, you're transgender. You can put whatever name you want on your card. And you don't have to worry about people mm-hmm. asking for your ID and being giving you guff that your your real name isn't on your your legal what? name isn't on your fucking card. I'm like, this doesn't make any sense. Change your name legally. They spent money on an ad for that? Oh, yeah. That's bizarre. They're with the times, yo. Cool. I mean, I changed my name on my credit card, and they didn't require any proof because <laughs> I got married, <laughs> you know? <laughs> yeah. Um. So that's interesting. I thought that was always a possibility. It could be that it always was. Yeah. You should change your name to your new rap name. Oh, right. More Guns? More Guns. <laughs> that's my rap name. That's dope. I like that. Yeah. More Guns. 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 Max. Tex. Desert Ease. But you don't got those guns if you want to call tits guns in, this, in the pot pick. Yeah. You need I, more guns. I do need more guns in the pot. I mean, I'm, Can you call I'm, tits guns? I know they're called, they're your muscles, your arms on guys. It, yeah, you can call them like mammary cannons. But those for are guns. <laughs> mammary <laughs> cannons. <laughs> oh my gosh. The fact that you know the word mammary is hilarious to me. Um, yeah, because he's retarded and he shouldn't know that. <laughs> well, it's just not <laughs> mammary. I mean, it's just funny. But yes, let's let's assume that my guns are tits and... I mean, truly, I, I urge everyone to go and look at the podcast pick because it's amazing. Like, where are my tits? They're not mm. there. Well, I think I think it would be a real, like, and don't take this the wrong way, but a real, like, breast cancer survivor move <laughs> to, like, really own it and adopt it into, like, the rest of your personality. Like, these I really, are fucking I weapons, look like I yo. have Tig body. <laughs> um, <laughs> I do, but anyway, yeah, We're more like guns. Dave Navarro. I do like it, and I will. I will respond to that. Cool. If called it. Word up, more guns. <laughs> uh, let's see what Megan's wondering. Hey, Reed, fellas, I was driving home tonight, and on the radio, Gloria Estevan song came on, and I was like, yeah, yeah, this was my jam. This was Go my girl. first tape for my Walkman that I ever bought when I was little. I don't know, six or something, right? Love it. And then I thought about my first CD 
I ever purchased for myself, which I was also very little. And I remember it being Goofy Movie soundtrack and thinking that that was the shit in my CD player. Um, I don't know about Jamal, maybe too little, but what was your first, can you remember what was your first tape and first CD? I can remember my first tape, and now, of course, her name is escaping me. Britney Spears. No, that was my first CD. <laughs> yeah, um, but my first tape was, uh, fuck, I, I'll, I'll figure it out. Go ahead. So my first tape, uh, I never actually bought like anyone's tape. We always had tapes, and we had a boombox where you can record yeah. off the radio. So we had a, like mixtapes that we would make, and I remember one specifically. Yes, that's exactly what I was thinking. That had the, just like a medley of different shit on it and she's just like the ocean under the moon i mean super addictive because i had the a walkman that you can do chipmunk on it which just slight ever so nice. slightly sped it up and so you could like all mm-hmm. the songs are sung by the chipmunks and i that was just i mean never got old <laughs> <laughs> never got old i'm trying to remember one of the songs that was by fucking Sting. What's that one song? Fields of Gold. It's about a retard, I think. What how's it go? Probably. <laughs> I don't remember. You can't think of it. But so I never really had like a cassette tape that wasn't just a medley. But my first CD was the Space Jam soundtrack. Ooh. Nice. I, which is so dope. I found my I found my first tape. If it's my, turn. I believe I can fly R. Kelly. Oh, I believe I can. <laughs> this is a very musical podcast. Oh, yeah. So my first tape and probably the only music I listened to from like, I don't know, age like four to six, which seems like, I don't know, Donna Lewis. Never heard of her. I Ooh. love you always forever. Uh, you're closer together. Yeah, that, uh, where uh, I will be, be with you. you. Everything um, I would do for you. You've got the most stumbling blue eyes I've ever seen. You've got. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. So <laughs> I fucking I had a tape player and one tape and we would go pick up my brother from his dad's house every other Saturday and turn the box and do it. Baba de who are you? I do it. Oh, yeah. Starting off a brand new day. I don't know what that is. Yeah. That's the stage song that was on oh, the tape. Okay. Okay. Sorry. No, no, no. That's what I, it was. I, I know you had to get that out. But yeah, no. And I remember specifically like on those drives because it was two hours to get there and then two hours back. So like I would just listen to that tape the entire time and like map our progress because there was the halfway McDonald's. They ain't got McDonald's over there. <laughs> That's true. Anyway, yeah, Donna Lewis. Donna I Lewis. I love you always forever. Yeah, I had that first Britney Spears CD. And then CD was definitely Britney Spears, I think. She's so lucky. She's a star, but she cry, cry, cries. Lonely, hard thinking. If there's nothing, nothing missing in my life, then why do these tears come at night? <laughs> wow, that was cute. Uh, I got a lot of Will Smith CDs. Millennium, everybody need a partner. Getting jiggy with it. No, I would have to agree with the first tape being that mixtape, but I also remember the fucking Animaniacs tape. And we listened to that like a fuck ton on that drive, that road trip we went on to the yeah. lower 48. Yeah. Um, remember that tape in the t- in the old tape deck? 
Um, and then my first CD that I ever received, it was a gift and 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 Yamaha gift. Uh, it was uh, because I know Ian had this album, so I asked for it for a Yamaha, and it was Kelly Clarkson's Breakaway. That was the first CD I ever owned. I feel like we've talked about this. Really, I don't probably. This at all. Yeah. The first CD I ever bought with my own money was when I was like eleven, and I bought uh, Foo Fighters. <laughs> no, Foo Fighters. Echoes, Silence, Patience, and Grace. And Lincoln Park, right? That was, yeah, I bought Lincoln Park. I did buy a Disturbed CD, yes. <laughs> yeah. Nice. Fallout Boy. I was a Lincoln Park uh, cunt for a while. They were pretty popular. Yeah. yeah. It doesn't hold up. It doesn't? Not even for nostalgia. I go back and listen to, uh, <laughs> you know, you go back and this is not good. <laughs> yeah. I, I could see Which that. is too bad because that guy fucking killed himself and everything, you know? Oh, yeah, that's right. When? Chester or whatever the like, fuck his name is. I don't know, five years ago or something. Oh. Is Blink-182, do they hold up? I, I often wonder this. I fucking have always hated Blink-182. Like, I think all the small things is fine, but I just can't stand the Work lead sucks. voice. I know. No. <laughs> I, Smash Mouth holds up. Oh. When your brain gets smart and your head gets dumb. dumb. Thumb is a bum and your hum is a dumb. I mean, we all know that my nightmarish mm-hmm. scenario uh, happened with Smash Mouth uh, being stuck on repeat. All-star. Uh, yeah, hey uh. now, you're an all-star. <laughs> when I was getting my radiation. It didn't amp I'm you up. Stuck, like, yeah, I'm I am stuck an in a fucking tube. And they have accidentally hit the repeat button on the track list. <laughs> that's so fucked up oh my man. god and uh, there's guns. no way for me to like communicate well th- i think there was actually but i wasn't gonna be like hey i'm being tortured by it- it's a short experience <laughs> mm-hmm. so i think i just accepted it but it definitely was too many times in a row <laughs> i was definitely irritated by the time i got out of there <laughs> hey now yeah once is know, so. more than enough <laughs> yeah <laughs> <laughs> oh my god i didn't know this but apparently smash mouth is like mostly they're just a cover band they do like covers of songs really they have like two original songs yeah the I two that we know pretty well regarded as garbage but well yeah but yeah. i didn't realize they were a cover band yeah hmm. that's interesting I had a question. I also had another question because the sorry to go back to Mulan, but I feel like we're this is kind of a merry musical uh, mix up pod type. Thing. Yeah, tis the season in Mu- in Mulan. I already asked Jordan Mulan. this, but I I'm interested in Mulan in Jamal's opinion. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so they sang "When Will My Reflection Show." You know, they sang the whole song in the credits. Yeah. And no music in the real life version. Yeah. I mean, I almost think that's a good thing, given the shittiness of the movie. And the music parts sometimes are the worst of these reenactments. That's true. Uh, anyway, <laughs> mm-hmm. so they sing it during the credits, and then they sing it in Chinese immediately following. And in the real life version, yeah. Yeah. And yeah. so I was like, can and you? And they play both versions fully. Fully, yes. And during the whole credits. Wow. Yeah. And I was of the opinion, like, can you do that to music? Like, well, isn't did. this... Uh, I know, but you're not listening to me. Sorry. Like, <laughs> when you cre- like when you create a song with lyrics, it is a piece of 
art that is what it is. And when you change the lyric, it doesn't trans. It's not exactly. Oh, I didn't realize this was your issue. <laughs> I think you're wrong on all accounts here. Well, Jordan so, thought I was wrong too. I thought your issue was the fact that they played essentially the same song back to back. Yeah. No, but I feel I like, like that happens all the time. But but isn't it? Yeah. It's not <laughs> the same song. It's not. Sure. It's an, yeah. If you want the same song, listen to the other one. <laughs> It's just weird to me. There's the. Are you talking about the live action or the cartoon? The live, live action. action. So, because there is a Chinese version of the song for the original soundtrack as well of the cartoon oh. one. I just. It's weird to me that you would sing a song in Why a different language. <laughs> because I've played. I live in a house with. You had the cassette. Girls, <laughs> and um, we play these kinds of songs. Just you know not even watching the movie we'll put these kinds of songs on and so i had to search for it and the first one i hit was in chinese i was like what the fuck okay oh weird i don't know it feels wrong to me it feels weird to me i feel like the lyrics are placed in such a way that it makes the song and to change the words of it you're a xenophobe it's okay well it's like doing a cover i mean you're just it's like a different rendition of it like here's another take yeah okay it's i mean their artistic take let me sing because it's not obviously not syllable for syllable going right. to be the same. So they fucking hit the inflections differently. It's just a fucking different All right. version. Okay, I just I thought yeah. it was weird, and but I guess it's totally fine. But like the word, I feel like the words wouldn't hit you the same. Well, you don't speak the language, also. Well, can you imagine just being a little Asian Chinese girl and not knowing what they say in the movie? Or like liking the song almost, uh-huh. but not speaking English. So like you can you can sing along to it. Ah, where did my reflection? Sure. But you don't know what what you're saying, and then you hear the real version. That's what it is, and it's the emotion that would okay. come over you. All they right. do it for all those little girls, not the men. <laughs> no. Fuck men. Yeah. Yeah. Yuck. Speaking of Mulan, if we're on this topic, <laughs> I had a question. Sure. Uh, what does rice look like when you fucking harvest it (laughs) so late last night jordan was super down to talk to me about food for some reason he was like and so we started asking all these funny questions about like what do you well i brought it up i was like you know when you see like grain it's like a big orange like it just looks like a bunch of like thicker sand or whatever you know yeah like i mean i was like is that what rice looks like when you harvest it and then we were like what the fuck does rice look like? When because you- they use so much water. It's like they're it's flooded. <laughs> the plants are flooded. Yeah. And I'm like, is yeah. it wet when they get it and then they dry it out and then you just re-wet it to <laughs> eat it? Is it does it come in a pod or a stalk? Is it a seed? Is it the root? Right. It's like a bunch of grapes, but except more dense and like grains of right. rice. Here's my opinion. I think it comes in some sort of a stalk. But I don't know. I have no fucking clue. It's it made me laugh. It's a woodwid. It made me laugh so fucking mm-hmm. hard when you mentioned that. Like I was like, I cannot imagine what rice looks like when you harvest it. I just have no idea. What do you think, Jamal? I would imagine, yeah, like a stalk, and it like you have to like rip the stalk out of the fucking swamp there, yeah, and then you have to blow it like it's a fucking blow dart gun, and they just come fucking. Brrr out and you put that in the fucking bowl there <laughs> yeah like it's a rain stick yeah like it's yeah. seeds in the yeah. in the stock bamboo. but it comes out dry no it's a maybe a little little soppy it's got a little moistness because it's you know it's 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 coming from a plant 
Huh. But it dries quickly. You don't have to worry about because it. Because it comes from a plant. What about nuts? Don't nuts come dry <laughs> off plants? But uh... My nuts come dry. <laughs> just, I'm sorry. That was, I'm sorry. Oh, that was funny. Yeah. Rice, good, good rice dishes out there. Very very degustatory, most, most rice dishes. What does that mean? Degustatory? Oh, I'm glad you asked. Um, mm-hmm. It just means tasty. Okay. It's a word that Christopher Hitchens used, and I looked it up, and... It says British only. Oh. Which I thought was funny. Okay. Yeah. Because I know how like some British words are like spelled differently, like color or whatever. Sure. Or theater. Favorite. Has the R and the E or in the R and the E flipped. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But degustatory, just being its own whole word that's like, we don't use this in American right? English. Yeah. That's only in because British English. Because why? Because you know what's weird about it is it sounds like disgusting kind of. Right. And so it's odd that it means the opposite of that. That's taste? It's almost like... Because gust, like maybe like gastro gusto, I don't know. degustatory. It's good. Is it's good for the gut. And disgust. Yeah, it gives you a gut gust. Is the la- opposite. <laughs> anyway. Anyway. The rice harvest, I thought was a great question. Great question. I will look it up and we will report back. Word. Wonderful. Jamal, did you uh, see anything else? Do you have anything else? Because we got some other movies we got to talk about. Yeah, I watched a movie called Sound of Metal. <gasps> Hell yeah. What'd you think? What'd you think? What'd you think? It's fucking great. It's so good, dude. I loved it. Aren't you I absolutely in love with him? Movie. I mean, aren't you just like absolutely yeah. infatuated at this point? He- He's, he's great. The shit. He's fucking great. I do have. I do want to say that when, when when you guys talked about it, you guys were like, he sort of plays like a white guy, like a white trash guy. I'm like, no, nah, I still feel like he's an Indian guy. <laughs> like, nope. I was expecting to like you would like meet his parents and they're like white people, but no, I was no, like, there's no, no reason no. to believe he's a white guy other than he's like blonde hair, but it's obviously dyed. Well, but like, he, but his choice. his voice, like he's. He's clearly like an American. I'm just dude. saying that like, the, I don't know the guy who plays yeah, I mean, him. he's not saying I am diff. Yeah. Not like that. Right. But. I'm saying the guy who plays him, I'm pretty sure he is American, but yeah. I know he transformed as far as like the way he's speaking and all that stuff. I just, I feel like that's probably not how, I mean, because it's different than how he is in Nightcrawler right. and the Night Of and stuff. I don't know. I feel like it's pretty similar. I don't. To Nightcrawler. I, don't, I feel like the scene where they're in the restaurant and he can't talk on the phone and he has to have his girlfriend do it the way that that scene played is what made me think of that i'm like he's really like like i'm simplifying by saying he's acting like a white dude but okay it just it's, it doesn't seem like he's acting in a way that he, like he's like in an american indian family like second generation or whatever like grew up in that sort of yeah. environment he's very much like yeah but grew up in a white maybe he was adopted trash. he reminds me of like he reminds me of sanji <laughs> he just looks like sanji no 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 like yeah, but you could but say the same the way, thing about like, Sanji. Like he grew up in a white family. You yeah, know? exactly. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. Is like I don't think he's a. I know you're saying you're oversimplifying, but like, no part of me was like, is he playing a white guy? It's like no, he's just playing an American dude. What I'm saying is the actual guy who's playing him probably grew up with Indian parents. I'm just assuming this. Uh huh. In America, because I mean he doesn't have any hint of an accent. Right. But. The character that he's playing, I feel, is a slight shift to where I almost feel like he is more of a Sanji, where it's I feel like he doesn't have Indian parents in the movie because mm-hmm. he gives there's no indication of that sort of upbringing coming through. I feel I agree with you. What about like an Aziz Ansari? He's very Indian. What do yeah. you mean? He brings it up all the time. The way he talks, I know, but the way he talks, 
is in no, no, no. It's not about the, the way, way he talks. It's a movie. It's like I don't know. I know what you're saying. I agree. It's yeah. I don't. I don't understand. I don't understand what you're saying. <laughs> it's a subtlety. Like what element about it make would make him Indian? <laughs> it's about if you have Indian parents who like came here from India, you grow up a certain way, you know. And I feel like in this character, he embodied the character in a way where I felt like he didn't have that upbringing. It's a subtlety. It's 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 hard to explain. I feel like that's a that's a that's just a stereotype though. Like you're like people who were second generation were brought up a certain way, yada yada yada. It's like yeah, I mean like maybe that's the way it's been portrayed, but maybe they're breaking the mold, man. There's a, a diverse experience. No, but I'm not thinking of it as like you're not acting Indian, bro. I'm thinking like no, no. There are values that Indian parents bring to America. It's it's this is nothing to do with like because they're of like whatever it's 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 just inherent uh-huh. their culture their culture like their culture is gonna bleed through yeah you know right but i mean he's also i mean he was a drug addict you know he's obviously breaking the mold in more ways than one you know there's lots of indian drug addicts i'm just saying there's <laughs> nothing to do with <laughs> oh my gosh it's funny it's definitely not the biggest thing about the movie it's, at all. Yeah, it's, it's, it's it actually, was an aside when I said uh, yeah. no. No, I know, I know. But when I but with the way you talked about it so generally, when I went into it, I was expecting whiteface, and I was like, he just seems like an Indian guy, I guess. No, no, no. yeah, I, definitely, he's not doing music? whiteface. Is it's not like I I forgot. No, I know he had brown skin <laughs> when I was watching it. No, no, no. I'm just saying, like the way he's talking, the fact that he's totally into heavy metal is probably a huge thing about it. Yeah. Anyway, not even. At all, the most important. important Maybe thing. it was just because it was sort of refreshing in a way where it was like he mm-hmm. has no hint of it being right. He doesn't have Jackie Chan syndrome, where he, you know, where Jackie Chan feels the need to, to tell you that he's from China. His character is directly from China. Every right. Or I was fully did. convinced watching it that the role written in the script Could is completely been. colorblind, and exactly. he filled and he filled the role. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. That's a great way of uh, putting it, yeah. Or even the writer had a white person in mind when he wrote it. Right. That's what I think is probably. Mm-hmm. And then they made the best decision ever by yeah. uh, casting yeah. this Fucking great. This guy. Ha- that scene when uh, he says goodbye to her. Mm-hmm. At the end? N- no. Not at the end, but at the beginning. Yeah. Oh, okay. Fucking, he's like hitting his chest. I just thought it was oh, so good. So real. So fucking well done. That scene... Was my least favorite scene in the whole movie. <laughs> really, I didn't have any least favorite scenes. Really, I liked the whole movie, but like, though it was, it took me out of it because the only thing I could think about the whole time was the driver of that car, <laughs> the Uber driver being like, "All right, man," like they're like causing a scene, yeah, of her having to go. I'm just feeling for this Uber driver. Like, why are you no, banging? Why are you banging on the roof of my car? <laughs> but he's not yeah, saying no, anything. That... If he had like reactions and stuff, but he's just like a fucking body in the car you yeah. know and it's yeah too- i know i know what you mean but like picture you are the uber driver jordan what would you say <laughs> hey don't hit my you car you would be fucking silent you'd be like this is weird <laughs> this is fucking weird I'm right gonna- but i wouldn't want them to get in my car right after that like now i have to drive these people who are drug addicts <laughs> <laughs> wow that was a harsh uh like behaving like junkies you know yeah you're you. my heart <laughs> <laughs> just like really dramatic like yeah it just they just stepped out of a trailer, you know. It's just like I don't know. Yeah, I'd be at least fidgeting. I wouldn't just be a solid body in there. 
or I at least turn around once, you know, like look back over mm-hmm. my shoulder. I don't like, know. Is everything okay? <laughs> I fucking love that movie. It's great. It's so good. Next week will be our New Year's episode. <laughs> uh huh. New Year's mm-hmm. Eve, and we'll have to do our list, our top ten books, top ten. Oh my god! Movies. Nice. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Pump out the list. I'm not good at that because I can't remember everything that we've watched. Yeah. Or read. Or... Just try your best. Do your best. We saw a movie came out this year called mm-hmm. Black Bear, starring Aubrey Plaza. <laughs> okay. Oh, I think I've heard of this. I thought it was all right. Well, when we started it, I go, doesn't she look like the girl from oh Parks and Rec? <laughs> oh, fucking Christ, dude. And Jordan was like, <laughs> yep. yep, that, that would it's be uncanny. Her. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Well, because her face looked slightly different to me. Yeah, she's a little older. I mean, it just, I don't know. Anyway. She looks exactly like Aubrey He Plaza, fucking but... made fun of me for a very long time. <laughs> I would have thought you'd say, hey, that's the girl. This is the girl from Parks and Rec, right? Not, well, that's kind of what like I was the... doing, I think, is like. Feeling it out. Investigating without committing. All right. But it was a harsh, it was a hard commitment without you realizing <laughs> So you not right, realizing right. You thought, what Yeah, what? you thought you were being like, oh, it kind of looks Similar. like uh, yeah. <laughs> that looks like April from Parks and Rec there. You fucked well, Because then I followed up by saying that doesn't the male lead kind of look like Kit Harrington? Yeah, he does. But it's not Kit Harrington. Yeah. You know, so. I thought it was, inter- I enjoyed the movie. I thought it was entertaining and interesting kept me kept me wanting more kept me interested i I like the interactions i will say i actually like i like the setting is beautiful yeah i like the first half more than the second half i do too even though that's not really kind of i think what you're supposed to do i also prefer the first half (laughs) yeah it's a strange movie it's i if i if we say too much it's it'll be a spoiler i guess yeah because it's Mm. it's very odd and like tensions rise in this movie where just basically the setup is she, Aubrey Plaza, goes to this lodge lodge in the but woods. But it's fucking huge. And she's like a director, and she's just going out there for some serenity to write a movie. And then she gets involved with the the couple that owns the place, and they start, and the couple has hard tension between them. Dude, it's so weird. And so it's like awkward mm. for her, and there's like weird, like are they having a fight? And the, and the wife is like four months pregnant or something. And anyways, so... That's the setup, and it gets weird. I recommend watching do it. You recommend? I recommend. I, I do. Okay. I, I, I really it. thought it was interesting and intriguing. It's fun in a, in a year where there hasn't really been a whole lot of movies. Yeah. Let's be honest. Yeah. We're not working with a whole yeah. lot, so it's definitely worth worth it. I'd say. And then after that, per Morgan's request, we watched Beautiful Boy. <laughs> Steve Carell okay. and Timothy Chalamet. Well, no. Here's the thing: is you you were like you should watch this on your own, mm-hmm. and then we were looking for another movie, and I was 100 percent on board. I'm like, yeah, great. And then we were looking for a movie, and you're like, we what? What if we watch it? We watch this, and I was like, yeah, oh, I'm super on board mm-hmm. with that idea. So it wasn't like I forced you to watch it. No, you didn't force me to watch yeah. it, but you wanted to watch it. I did. So we watched it. I like Timmy Shell. Timothy Chalamet is very good. Uh, he's just so cute. He's just a, it's so weird because like I struggle with being like, oh, he's hot because he looks like a kid mm-hmm. kind of. Yeah. <laughs> like he, he has like kid body. <laughs> uh, but like there is something very like 
charming about his face and head. Yeah, he's got like, <laughs> I mean, he just oozes like came from money, almost molded yeah. to perfection, <laughs> but talented. Anyway, this but. movie was, it was unfortunate. It was, I think it was just, it was for, it was mediocre at best, right? Very mediocre. Uh, right in line with what Jamal thinks about Steve Carell. Yeah. <laughs> what do I think about Steve Carell? You, you think that he's uh, just Michael Scott and he's, yeah. you can't break the mold and transform. Yeah. It's, yeah. It is difficult for him, I think. I love him, but. He's good. Yeah. I think he's good in Foxcatcher. You have to watch Foxcatcher, but. He's sure. not bad in this movie, but yeah, it's definitely. I don't think he's. It doesn't help. It doesn't help good. that his love interest from The Office is his ex-wife. Is his ex-wife in this movie? Yeah. So it's like, oh. what the fuck? Yeah. Anyway, yeah. it's just don't sort of like it just misses the. Mark. Okay, let me just say that this movie, I feel like it had all the right scenes. It had all the right footage, and a better editor <laughs> or a better director could have put the scenes together and made a better movie. And a better mixer and a better uh, sound coordinator, music coordinator, because the fucking music in this movie is heavy handed as fuck. <laughs> There's so many like hmm. very popular tracks and very forcing of the hand of the emotion of scenes that yeah. is just so blatant. Like there's certain scenes where depending on who the person is watching, it could have feelings of sadness or feelings of n- nervousness or, or scared but no, they're going to play a song that specifically makes this scary what's happening. <laughs> right. It's scary. Okay. And it's like, why are you doing this? Yeah. Why not? It's like no trust in the performances. There's mm. so many opportunities for lots of these scenes to have longer takes, I feel, of the performances. Mm-hmm. But it cuts back and forth a lot. There's so much editing. Dude, and the time. so the timeline jumps are so intense and frequent. I mean, there's got to be 50 timeline jumps mm-hmm. in this movie. So it's like you see snippets. It just doesn't it just doesn't flow right. It gets So Timothy Chalamet mm-hmm. is a uh drug addict. Drug addict. Addict alcoholic. He's both. addicted to like crystal meth. Steve Carell's his dad is very worried about him trying to get him help and stuff. Yeah. But he starts off as a very beautiful boy. Like he's like, well, per- as like we all do. Too perfect in the movie. Well, yeah. He's like, okay. yeah, dad. Like, <laughs> oh, man. He's like, like his little brother gets born. He's holding him. He's like, this is so amazing. And he's just like this, oh, like they God. build him up too perfect. Yeah. Like this it's, kid. it's really, it's really cheesy. I mean, I think the message Fuck. of like, hey, we're all born as these pure babies and like, this can happen to anyone. I think the message yeah. of like drug addicts or humans is nice. Yeah, no, but <laughs> what I feel like they're doing when they do that is it seems like they're trying to convince you that he is such a great boy that it would be that much more of a loss for Steve Carell's character to lose him to drugs. Mm. And that's why Steve Carell wants, as opposed to just a father loving their son, right. even even with their flaws as a child. Of course. And still wanting them to get better as they get, you know, run into problems with sure. drugs when they get older. And it's just like... Right, it's like, poor, it's like pro-war on drugs. Yeah, kind of. <laughs> I don't know. Not really, but it's, <laughs> it's I mean, it's pro recovery yeah 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 i mean it's just heavy it's a heavy-handed movie it is i feel like it hits all the cliche scenes you would think like his girlfriend's ODing, like all these little things where it's like i don't know it just feels like if you were going to write a script about this topic this is what would come out if 
you wanted to do it quickly. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. Cause like he goes, he has multiple relapses, you know, which is not uncommon, but like I, the whole timeline is just confusing. I, I don't know. I don't like it. I don't like the cut, mm. cut, 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 cut. Same. Yeah. That's no good. <laughs> so yeah, we did watch that. And, and then I wanted to cleanse the palate. Yes. I wanted to watch something great. Right. That I knew, yeah, tried and true was great. So I put on No Country for Old Men because Morgan hadn't seen it. Nice. Remember it. And it's just a great movie. It's it's really good. I it's enjoy just, it. I mean, just thrilling, gripping, fucking cinema. Yeah, and yeah. it's weird because like at first I'm kind of like, oh, is this a westerny, westerny type situation? There's some true grit, but it's excellent. It's an excellent movie. Lots of wood, lots of cowboy boots, lots of cowboy hats. I mean, all the characters are fucking great. <laughs> yeah, agreed. Yeah, iconic. Yeah. At this point, I feel. Mm-hmm. And it's uh, if you haven't seen it, that should be at the top of your list of movies to watch. Yeah. Although, if you're not into movies, don't you're not gonna like it. But <laughs> yeah, <laughs> if you like movies, this is one of the greatest. No country for old men. <laughs> Very good. I would say it's a modern masterpiece. Oh, yeah. For sure. Easy. It gets better every time you watch it. I want to rewatch it now. Fucking A. Yeah. It's been a few years. It brings up how I want to find more movies like what like what Wedding Crashers was. Yeah. Dude, that yeah. what Movies a- that are like hidden gems that Jamal hasn't seen where it's like, you haven't seen this? And it's like, we got to watch it. Yeah. What a hidden gem yeah. that really was. I know I keep saying this, but like. I couldn't believe how well it held up when we watched it. Yeah. And it was just such a perfect ending to my visit. Right. That whole that whole evening was. <laughs> but so I was trying to think of those movies and I felt like I don't know, Jamal, do you feel like you've ha- you have a good grasp on like a lot of the movies like in the from the eighties and early nineties and stuff? Like I because I feel like you do have done a lot of homework, but Yeah, I feel like there are probably I'm not gonna claim I've seen fucking all all of the the bangers. But I feel like I ha- do have a pretty good understanding of a lot of those. I'm trying to think of... Like, for example, have you seen Ferris Bueller's Day Off? Yes. Oh, okay. okay. We thought we might have got you with that one. What the fuck? Who do you think I am? Um, does fucking... Uh... Someone who hadn't seen Wedding Crashers? Yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> I just forgot her first name. For... Olivia Newton-John. No, something gray. A kiss by a rose on, on the, the gray. The, gray. <laughs> um, the one from Dirty Dancing, the girl from Dirty Dancing. Ah, fuck. Yeah, she's in Ferris Bueller's. But age. she, it's after, it's post nose job. I'm pretty sure. Ferris Bueller? Yeah. Oh. And so she looks like a fucking totally different humanist. Well, not what well, she plays a bitch in, in Ferris Bueller. <laughs> well, it's like really upsetting. Yeah. Shauna. Because she's gorgeous. And it's funny because I saw Ferris Bueller first. Oh. And I had I hadn't seen Dirty Dancing till way later, oh, like in my adult years. So I was a it big wasn't as big fan. of a shock. Never like, seen Dirty Dancing. Do oh my gosh, I love. Here's the thing: is that's not one I'd put on the list. I love them. Dirty Dancing so much. <laughs> I love the music in Dirty Dancing. I love. It's just, it just a, never struck that one, me. As, that one's one that doesn't hold up. It's a nostalgia fucking. It piece. is. It must be because I I watched that movie so many times as a kid. Like, way more than Mulan. Like, this is how I feel and why I haven't seen Dirty Dancing. is like, if you've seen Footloose, you've seen Dirty Dancing. Incorrect. But I also haven't seen Footloose. I'm just not interested. Yeah. Footloose is way lamer. Footloose is lame. And do you know what's really lame? Saturday Night Fever fucking sucks. Mm. I don't think I've ever seen it. Never seen it. Don't. John Travolta's 
Jones. He sucks. He's a psycho. He's only good in Pulp. Um, he's not even that good in Pulp Fiction. He's just It's just like such a great yeah, he's movie. Not, he's, he's definitely not the highlight. <laughs> yeah, is John Travolta a good actor? No, he's not. <laughs> no. Uh, Maybe in Battlefield Earth. Oh. But I haven't seen it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I like Dirty Dancing, so we won't force Jamal to watch it, though. Well, yeah, but yeah, I definitely want to come up with movies. Is there any movie, Jamal, that you can think of yeah. that are like movies that are, are claimed to be like classics or great movies that you just know you haven't seen? Like plots of Disney movies, you know? <laughs> um, I have never seen. I own it. I just have never watched it. Titanic? Yet. Oh, that's we cool. could start uh, with well, Titanic. Yeah, I don't own Titanic, but, but Titan- I, I mean, it's seen James Titanic Cameron, still. so it's gonna be like it's not gonna be a banger. Fuck James Cameron. Titanic is a good movie. Sure. Uh, I haven't seen Slumdog Millionaire. That's a great movie. That's a good one. We should put that yeah. on the list. Yeah. Um, I haven't seen Twenty Eight Days Later. I'm just thinking of movies that I own. I'm looking at my DVD shelf. Just right only now. Danny Boyle movies. <laughs> yeah, I guess those are both Danny Boyle. Movies. I haven't seen any Danny Boyle movies. <laughs> have you seen? <laughs> no, I have. I have. Sunshine, great, great fucking movie. Yeah, it's a good one. 127 hours. 127 hours. I've seen. Yes. Mm, I'll have to get back to you. I'll start making a list too, and we'll we'll, we'll meet in the middle. Dope. I like this. This is about me. I like it. <laughs> Everything is about you. You're the host. That's right. This is my fucking show. You can fucking suck a D, everybody. Word up. Suck a D, everybody. Uh, that's all I got to talk about. Are you guys good? I'm good. Merry Christmas, Merry everybody. Christmas. Good. Merry Christmas, everybody. Um, the closing fucking uh, song is going to be very apt. It's going to be about the greatest diss track ever made, and it's very Christmas related. I hope you guys enjoy it. Um, I'm uh, Quit talking. Put butt on that shit. Bye. Stay hydrated. Well, I mean, you haven't been dissed as the person who's been dissed the hardest. Greatest diss track ever. Hmm. You know what I'm referring to? Ether. You think Ether is the greatest diss? <laughs> Ether's a pretty it's solid It's the only diss- one that really comes to mind when you say that. Well, there's also Hit Em Up, which is Tupac's diss track. Oh, uh, Story of, uh, what is it? Story of Ad- Adlon? Adidon? Something like that. Adidon? Adion? Something like that. Yeah. Push a tease to Drake. Uh, Ether obviously is famously Nas's diss track to Jay Z. Yep. Um, Eminem has one. Eminem has a diss for, M- for probably multiple people, but yeah, uh, he has a Mariah Carey diss track. Oh, I don't know if I heard that. He has one against for M- MGK, Machine Gun Kelly. It's his latest oh, one. Oh, does he? Yeah, it's the oh, whole, I think I heard whole thing that. is just who gives a shit. He also really hated Ja Rule. Yeah, Eminem's, he has the most. Yeah. yeah he's, but he's just throwing shit and seeing what sticks. But above all that, the greatest diss track of all time mm-hmm. is the Grinch theme song. Think about it. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, I wouldn't touch him with a 39 and a half foot pole. <laughs> like, it's like, yeah, it's, it just trashes the whole fucking time. Following every punchline you have with these horns, with, with all, yeah, I mean, it is pretty. Uh, You're as cuddly as a cactus. You're as <laughs> slimy as, as an eel, eel Mr. Grinch. Like, ouch, man. These are burns. Uh, yeah, these dude. are burns. You've got garlic in your soul. <laughs> <laughs> dude. I mean, just the creativity. Yeah, dude. Just, yeah, you got to hear these it's kind of It's pretty good writing. I mean, not being able to touch someone with a 39 mm-hmm. and a half. Is that the pole. actual number? I'm pretty sure. I think it is. Isn't that, that the sounds lyric? about right? Um, I don't. I wouldn't when you touch said him. it, it didn't sound right. I wouldn't. Oh, we do it again. I wouldn't touch him with a 
39 and a half foot pole. That's a pretty sick uh, trumpet line or whatever instrument that is. That's what I'm saying. That trumpet line really sinks in the punch. 